Spooky, Scary, Skeptical contains explicit content and topics that some listeners may find distressing. Listener discretion is advised. Hey everyone! I'm Emily. I'm Libby. And I'm Ken. And this is... Spooky, Scary, Skeptical. special episode it is our recap episode Ooh, we are recapping the year we're having the best little time we're having cheeky little drinks it's gonna be a blast indeed ken's cracking open his drink as you can hear what you drinking over there ken gentleman jack gentleman jack and em's drinking <laughs> pineapple wine Woo! <laughs> Ooh, pineapple i'm just looking yeah. at each other i am i'm gonna tell you right now i am not drinking the pineapple wine you would die i would die it would not go well it would, it would i would happen. be deceased it would not go well. before we discuss our recap episode and all the notes and thoughts that we've had submitted to us and that we have about each of our episodes i have to give the biggest shout out and we're going to shout them out on patreon and on the public one of our patrons vicky gave us the cutest ornaments on earth i love them so much they on one side of the ornament it says spooky scary skeptical and it says 2023 and on the other side, there's four ornaments, and they have one of our topics that we've covered. So I got Believe, and it has Bigfoot on the back. I've got Killers of the Flower Moon, and Ken got What's the Frequency, Kenneth, and then the Keymeyer one with the bulldozer as well. It says Merry Christmas, Keymeyer, shitter's full. <laughs> <laughs> it's the coolest fucking gift I've ever received. I love them so, so much. So They look awesome, too. Thank you, Vicky. They are so cool. I actually purposefully was about to go hang them on the tree, and I was like, wait, no, I want to talk about them in the episode, and I want to be able to describe them accurately, so very She's very, very crafty. She is so crafty, so thank you so much, Vicky. That was so sweet of you. And yes, thank you very much. We love it. We are thrilled. Thrilled, thrilled, thrilled. So, this episode is just supposed to be fun. I've got some questions. I've got some comments, I've got some topics, and we'll just kind of roll through the episodes that we've covered this year. And if there's any like new information or like submitted comments and stuff like that, like I've got those written down for us to talk about. So um, should, I think the only way to start this episode is with Shark Arm Murder, given that it was the start of our very first, very first episode we've ever dropped. We started a new podcast. I don't remember it. Don't recall that one. I also try not to remember it upon listening to the audio. If I listen to the audio on that one, I'm like, oh my god, it's so bad. Is that the one where the shark lost his arm and then it grew back as a French fry? That's the one. Oh, okay. It's a French fry. I I, I was up until the French fry. I was following along. <laughs> I'm making a pun based off of your comment the other night about the arm that grew back as a French fry. Do you recall? No, that isn't. Okay. It was last night, but okay. <laughs> or two nights that. ago. I'm just tired. It's okay. No. Oh, and then snap, you dip it in. The, yeah, uh-huh. I do. It's coming back to me. I don't remember the context in which that came up, but. You were just, I was like, I had a strange question for you guys, and you guys were like. You're oh, right. you I just like, made up a fake. You made up a fake oh, well, question. That's what, that's what it was. Yeah. I, it's okay. But yes, so the terrible audio and shark arm murder. I want to say, look how far we've come. Pretty far. It was painful. I actually re-listened to the episode to prep for this. I didn't listen to all the episodes, but I listened to some. 
And I was like, oh my god, my ears. I was like, we're blasting people's eardrums out at some points. It's crazy. But we learn. We live and learn. Yes. Yeah, and then uh, I also laughed at the beginning because I listened to some of these, especially the first couple episodes, just to refresh, and laughed at the trigger warnings that we had. We're like, if that's not your thing, we totally understand. Don't get me wrong, like, I love it, <laughs> but also it is kind of funny to be like, this this story is about rape and murder. If that's not your thing, we totally understand. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's good we changed the listener discussion on those. Probably. A little weird. <laughs> we were it was weird back then when I was being told to record it. Well, because I wanted trigger warnings, but then I was like, I think listener discretion is good after we came around. It was very, very funny. We, I was cracking up at those, so. But it was a fun first episode, I thought. Yeah, it was very fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We did. It was a really, it was so much fun to try something new and look how far we've come. So. Oh, and there was one thing in this episode that I had to point out. Emily explicitly said... This is why I shouldn't be flying. I oh, can't yeah. fly. Many of the old episodes, we go back and I was like laughing because it's like, Emily shouldn't be flying. Emily shouldn't be flying. Emily shouldn't be flying. So it didn't age well is what you're saying. Did not age well. Did not age well. I'm a new woman today. <laughs> I've been around the nation. <laughs> she hasn't really even been around the nation. Just, She's been like just half, one direction. Just halfway one direction across the country. That's it. Pretty far, though. I couldn't walk that, so I'll count it. <laughs> I'm counting it as a win. It's like you wouldn't catch me dead walking it. <laughs> well, that is technically true. I mean, not true. I mean, you probably could walk it. Just... Dedicated the rest of your life to it. You'd, you'd, you'd get make there. it. You'd get there. I don't know about that. Maybe. Let's not test that theory. It's funny. Yeah, we also, towards the beginning of this year, we had Ethan's wife, which I am still bitter about, bitter about. Oh, that was fun. I am still pissy. Still pissy for being fooled. Um, (laughs) Shouldn't have included the rotting food. You went wrong. But then we, which episode was it, Mrs.? I went back and listened to every episode. There was a story of people eating rotting food. Was that Shelly Notek? Or we talked yes. about a family or some Shelley real Notech. life experience. Yeah. yeah. And they because, ate rotted food. Mm-hmm. So don't because give me this. Them, all this right? rotted food is so I don't know why. I don't know why, man. I, that's what, that's where I was like, that can't be right. You'd still have me today if Libby hadn't guessed correctly. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> why is no one talking about this? <laughs> Seems pretty important. <laughs> She's going around telling people, she's like, have you guys heard of this incident? (laughs) Sounds like a zombie? No, no, it wasn't. It was a cure to a a virus that could spread. Crackers Um, and cheese was the cure, so. (laughs) Yes. Crackers and cheese. And we also did Diet Lab Pass, which is the beginning of Ken's obsession with cannibalism. That's Uh, a memory we all should relive. Obsession being... You mentioned, what exactly? you, you literally were like, you literally were like, I want, she's like, he's like, oh, these fuckers are eating each other. Like, they're going to eat each other at some point, blah, 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 I'm blah. still shocked that. No one was eating. Yes. <laughs> Too cold. Too cold to eat people. They became a cannibal. <laughs> oh my God. Ken, put down Libby's arm. <laughs> We've talked about this. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't season enough. <laughs> it's the only way to make something good is to season it. You gotta not shower for a few days, and then it'll have that good, <laughs> good flavor. flavor. Need some towels. 
we also discussed Disappearance of Brandon Swanson. And my note on this one, actually, when I was listening to it, was that I can tell that M has become less gullible since that episode like and more skeptical like which is saying something because if you go back i'm and doing listen, my job i'm doing my job <laughs> yes i'm becoming a little bit more less gullible i should say in general or just towards me i think in general in general yeah okay i agree i would say i've become a little more wary of what people are telling me i don't just believe the first thing usually <laughs> <laughs> depends on the fact or what they're telling me yeah, and who's telling it, probably. Too. Yeah. Now I can pretty much tell. If Ken's saying something every time, I'm like, oh, here we go. Know. <laughs> so how many jokes did you fall for this year on the pod? Oh, I couldn't tell you. Too many. 37. No. Liar. No. <laughs> okay, a small part of me went, 37, really? <laughs> I masked it. She, she, she masked it really well. She's masking her gullibility, mm. at least. Yes. And then we also had Dudley Town, and Dudley Town was a fan fave. Um, Dudley Town is a great one. It's a good episode. That woman and her fucking rock. <laughs> that was so much fun. I liked that one. That was Emily's first episode that she gave us. Uh, it was chaotic. Chaos, sure. yeah. I don't think that changed. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. We actually, yeah, we really jumped on that train and ran with it, because every time you do an episode, I feel like Ken and I just interrupt the shit out of you. So I think you are the most interrupted this year. That's okay. We have good banter. 72 times probably won't be matched. No chance, buddy. We also discussed false memories and dreams. Oh, yeah. That's fun. Those were very fun topics. Good old kids, Bob. (laughs) Yes. And then we had the Appalachian Trail series, of course. Parts one through seven. What? Uh, yeah, right. You weren't there. You missed those, those ones, all seven episodes. I have to ask you guys some questions about it. <laughs> Don't ask me how long it 40, is. 47,000 miles. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Isn't it 2100? Uh, sure. I don't have it up. What What stuck with you from this series? What was your favorite bits? The Grafton monster. I knew it. I knew you were doing <laughs> It's my favorite is one. Is that your favorite creature as well? It's some guy. I so feel so bad. It's there's some, <laughs> some guy walking naked around guy. out there. Didn't you cover? Wasn't there a cat? Mm, the wampus cat. The wampus. I almost said the yowling cat. Mm. No, the wampus cat. There was a snarly yowl. Too. Oh, okay. that was like a dog. That's more. what I. Okay. Yeah. So like good, those. good memories. Yeah. Yes. Which one was the one with like the cocaine fingernail? That was that was spear finger. Spear finger. I loved spear finger. That was oh, actually my finger. answer. Mm. Yes, spear finger. Yeah, those were some of my favorites, at least, that we covered. And then we, of course, discussed the Bell Witch, which was a lot of fun. Yeah, she was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still convinced that she she existed. She was a crazy little poltergeist. Yeah, that was 100% just the family. Maybe, but maybe not. No, it was just the family, just like the little orb is just a fly. Well, we'll circle back to that. What if she you know started what? We'll out? discuss that on our Patreon. <laughs> what if she started out as just the family, but then she turned into a what do you call it? Tulpa. Tulpa. Oh, Tulpa. Oh, that's yeah. a great theory because we've covered Tulpas now on Patreon. Yeah. Seriously, join our Patreon. We've got tons of episodes. Yeah, and then we also talked about we had our first guest star, Kelly, on the Ice Cream Wars episode, Ice Cream Wars, which was so much fun. Where Ken told us about. A potential murder, or alleged murdering. 
Uh, no, they, they were definitely murdered. Alleged murderers. Alleged murderers. Okay. That happened back in Glasgow. It was a good story. It was a lot of fun. M covered the secret where there was a treasure hunt for the guy who, and all you'd win was like $1,000. Oh, yeah. It was Byron Price. Byron Price. Oh, yeah. Byron Price, right. And he gives out $1,000 if you win. Well, he gives out a, a gem. That is That's worth, worth approximately $1,000. But maybe it went up in today's market. We don't know. Or it plummeted. <laughs> or it plummeted. But it's about the adventure. You can't give up your life for that. Well, I will say no one has found any of my hidden treasures yet. That's because they're you're too smart. You didn't give enough clues. What, what kind of treasure's in there? I'm yeah, what am I going to wear? He's like, a golf ball. If you find it. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be worth it. Trust me. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Happiness and fulfillment comes from within. Oh. Mm, gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then we had the murder of Gary Lowers, which was a tough case. Um, mm. Very, like, satanic panicky, like I would say. Refresh me on this Gary <laughs> <laughs> it was Gary Lowers. It like happened in Long Island, and they oh yeah, yeah like Island. the kid was yeah. killed. Yeah, yeah. it was very like satanic panic. What was the kid's name who got killed? Gary Lowers. <laughs> and then we had a listener tales. Our first ever listener tales. I would love to do another one. That was so. That much was fun. a lot of fun. Yeah, we had was. the best stories submitted. Yeah, it was cool. The cat patrons. running around on the on the roof. That was hilarious. amazing. Yeah. All of it was really good. I loved all of the stories. Mm -hmm. I would love more stories to come in and do another listener episode. Our patrons really did a great job with those. those we have the so best listeners. We do have great listeners. So thank you guys for that. We also did... Then we started a small series, which was the Team Spooky, Team Scary, or Team Skeptical. And we discontinued those. We weren't sure they were really worth it but and no one told us to keep doing them so we didn't when we asked but we did cafe society on that one i did like a murder uh true crime back in the 40s 50s that one was wild and i gotta make fun voices out of it so yes yeah you guys got a script it was so fun yeah. yeah and then m covered the meg for her team spooky love the meg what a yes. guy what a guy <laughs> did I, I forget which movie meg one or meg two so we cut she, she covered the Meg. Like, I understood. Oh. I'm just curious. The movie, Meg oh, 1 or like Meg better? 2, which oh. would you prefer? Oh, Meg 1. Yeah. Oh. Really? You like There's Meg a love 2 story? Better? There's a love story. The also level of enjoyment I got out of both of them <laughs> would probably be equivalent. Oh. Whenever I think I liked one better as when, well. When you guys are out of town and I watch the dogs, I usually put on the Meg. I know you do. So good. Because every time really? I get on that frequently, you yes. watch it? I've watched it a couple times. Every yeah. time I get on HBO, yeah. it's like, do you want to continue watching The Meg? And <laughs> I'm like, I'm, it's like I'm, I'm has been watching The Meg again. It's a real nail biter. <laughs> but yes. definitely the first one. I agree. I like the first one. I agree. We also did, Em and I did a joint episode on synchronicities, which was so much fun. Yeah, we did. And I think that we use synchronicities to this day as an excuse for everything. So Yep. And I'm sorry, I forgot to mention Ken's team skeptical episode was spontaneous human combustion, oh, which was so good. so good. It was so scientific, very interesting to learn about. I learned wood that wood doesn't burn. It's like a chemical reaction. It's yeah. crazy. 
yeah, that was that blew my mind, and I still haven't fully recovered. I have, you know how apparently guys think about the Roman Empire. <laughs> yes. Me thinking your about Roman Empire is wood, wood, and how burning. Yeah, and how it burns. But I'm <laughs> thinks about wood. That's. <laughs> <laughs> you and me both and then ken also covered quote unquote finland <laughs> oh that was so, so i love that, that episode was a really good episode i loved it because it was like all the history and then we did the theory behind yeah. finland the conspiracy theory i was hoping so. it would never finish <laughs> oh. oh my goodness that's gonna get us at least 10 new listeners <laughs> Do you know why Norwegian battleships <laughs> have barcodes on the side? No, Libby, I don't. Tell me more. So they can Scandinavian. But um, <laughs> well done. Amazing. And then for September's spooky team, spooky team, scary team, skeptical. We covered the Yuba County Five. Oh, mm. so sad. That's very sad. And so strange. We still don't know how it ended. No one that has not been solved since we've covered it. Yeah. Nothing's come out. Nothing new has come out. It is a cold case. Ken believes that it was... Put on a jacket. <laughs> Ken believes it was the fifth member who went I missing do. that wasn't recovered. And then Emily covered mummies, oh, which love. is some listener comments that we received. So one of our patrons actually reached out to us about the mummy thing, and he explained to us why. We were like, why did they take the brain out? Like, we mentioned this in the episode. Like, we were like, I don't get it, whatever. He said that the Egyptians didn't know that the brain, what the brain was, and thought the heart was the source of thought. So that was really interesting. So they were stupid. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's so interesting. I thought that was uh, fascinating. Fascinating little discovery. It's weird. Like, you're standing there, right? Everything is through the head. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, all your thoughts and eyesight. But, okay, so here's the thing. like, coming from the people think humans like to think primarily two people in the car let's say right one of them runs your emotions and one of them runs your logic and your thoughts right humans love to believe that logic and thought is always driving the car i that is not true emotions always drives the car logic sits in the passenger seat or sometimes the back seat So it would make sense that they would think that their thought comes from their heart because when you feel things, that's like impacting how you react to things. Hmm. So like they're probably were like attuned to like, first off, they didn't have distractions like we do, but you know, they're more attuned to their emotions and their bodies. I don't think it's completely unreasonable that they would think heart or thought because like when you feel something like your heart flutters or like you get a re you feel a reaction your brain you don't feel a reaction to something your body feels a reaction your heart flutters your heart I disagree slows you feel a reaction in your brain yes okay explain in great detail what's the first thing that happens a thought comes into your head but you know that a thought goes into your head you know that the brain is what's behind it so you have to think you have to like wipe away that logic but I can't. It's an internal thought. It's just natural. Because you know it now. Because you've been taught that. I disagree. I don't know. I, I mean, like, if I look at you, right? You walk in the room and my heart flutters a little bit because it's you. Aww. Like, that's my... But the re- first thing is something's popping into your head when you see me. No, I'm seeing you and my reaction comes down but to But there's my heart. a thought in your head that pops up instantaneously. But I... You know that. No. Because you've learned about the brain, but you don't... It's not actually there. Your body's reaction to so it. So do you not have an inner voice that tells you? 
Oh my god, my have like 17 inner voices. Are you kidding me? Exactly. Nancy. So where are all those voices coming from? They're not coming up from the heart. They're all sitting around up in here. Let's circle back to Libby's heart fluttering for you. Uh-huh. Way cute. And it's like, <laughs> it's just, it, to me, it makes a little bit of sense. Like, I, I would get it. I don't. That's because he thinks his logic guy is driving the car. It's not. It's failing. You can. You just have to kill the emotion guy. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm picturing Toss a, him in the trunk. I'm picturing a Rick and Morty episode. Rick and Morty writers come on the pod. They kind of already did an episode where they split off. Mm-hmm. Where they have, like, thought and No, nah, it's not emotion. quite emotion and logic. But they go into, like, a deep cleanse, and they literally just, like, purge all their toxic personality. Out. Oh, I did see that episode. Yes, yes. And yes. then the toxic portion of And then of they them become amazing escape. people. Yeah, yeah they, they're, like, the best. And, like, Rick's a great grandpa, and Morty is, like, so sweet. Yeah. And is he confident? No, no he's confident. He's confident. That's <laughs> he, what it is. He's uh, confident, yeah. I wouldn't say he's sweet. He's, he's not confident. Sweet. He's confident, yes. Hmm. Yeah, because he hits on the girl, and he's like, whatever. Correct. Like, whatever. And then, yeah. And she suddenly Hey, sparks him. don't fly, no problem. He kind of abandons her middle of the first date <laughs> and starts hitting on the like the twenty year old woman or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, Morty's got game. I guess when he loses all his insecurities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we talked about mummies, um, and we also had a suggestion from two of our patrons. Two different patrons have mentioned this, so I love to cover it this coming year in twenty twenty four. But we discussed kind of in that mummy aspect. Kind of what happens with mummies back in like the 1800s, 1700s, when they became a huge obsession in Europe. So when mummies started to be discovered, like during the Victorian era specifically, people would like huff the remains of mummies, thinking it would give them like magical powers and stuff. So that <laughs> I'm is sure a- give them something. <laughs> So that'll be a really fascinating bit to cover. So you guys can look forward to that in 2024. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's like, I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> I'll let you tackle that one. <laughs> yeah. And then we also discussed, kind of moving on here, to Simo Hayaha. Hayaha? The... I'm trying to remember how to pronounce it. I think it's Simo Hayaha. 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 Yeah. And he, the guy who was a super sniper... So that was super interesting. I loved that episode. It was was so different. Ken has done a really great job of finding these really obscure stories. A Finnish hero. Yeah, but they're like obscure. Like they're like stuff that's like. Not to them. All right. Sorry, Finland. But you guys aren't real anyway. So how do we all come (laughs) up with most of our content? Like, how do you just like, how do you come up with what you're going to talk about usually? That's a really good question. I read a lot of books, so usually topics off of books. I actually have a list of a thousand topics for me. So I'm like... I know you do. I'm like, sometimes it's just stuff I come across, sometimes it's like, oh, I heard about another conspiracy theory, I'll add it to the list. So I'd say mostly lists or books. Okay. So every month I read the New York Times bestselling list, and then from there, I really just try to figure out what's the most interesting... bullshitting us. (laughs) Oh my god, M, do, clear your throat. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> uh, Reddit. Okay, okay. M. Gotcha. Mine is just a Google search, usually, unless, I, unless you see it on I do that. or something. Like, yeah, definitely, yeah. like, these skeptisodes, too. That'll be a nice Google search of yeah. mm-hmm. weird shit. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, if there's something specifically paranormal, or if, like, I heard about a paranormal story, then I'll, like, dig deeper. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so just kind of random searches. Mm. yeah good question we also covered robert the doll 
Robert, looking good. What a guy. Did we ever? Did we ever get him and what's her face connected? I don't know. Let us know if you guys hooked up. Actually, the chick. The the girl. Yeah. Girl doll. The girl doll. What's her name? Fucking Patricia. Doesn't matter. Robert's the one we need to be remembering because Robert. Well, Robert, I remember very well. Good guy. Great guy. Good guy. (laughs) Where's this thing? Always looking out, Robert. Always looking out. Where's that museum? Zach Bagans. No, no, no. Oh, Robert the doll. Mm -hmm. It's in Florida. Wasn't it Florida? Yeah, I thought it was Florida. Yes, I think Mm -hmm. you're right. Robert, maybe maybe sometime we'll come visit. Mm. Be expecting us. Home is wherever Robert is, so. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Yes. Yeah, Key West, Florida. And then Ken's Team Skeptical episode in September was, do you remember? Well, let me think. So we already talked about spontaneous human combustion. I did a few science things, but it was related to invisibility no. because it was light waves. No, we didn't do. A, I didn't build off of invisibility. It was ball lightning. Okay, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, ball lightning. That was a fun one. Mm-hmm. Still not buying it. What do you mean? Not what, science. What is there? What is there? <laughs> it was created in a lab. They created it. Not proven scientifically. I think we need to go back and listen to the episode again. <laughs> That's my favorite bit, as I spend all this time putting all the science out there, <laughs> and it just gets ignored. Some science Thrown away. Well, we love listening to it. <laughs> I believe some of it. Some science doesn't. Some science we go, eh, I can live without that science. Thank you. <laughs> and then we also discussed one of Emily's all-time favorite topics of all time that she mentions in pretty much every episode. Catacombs and tunnels. Uh. (laughs) Warm brownies. (laughs) We did a whole episode on it. Uh, No, catacombs and tunnels. You love catacombs. I liked that. That was fun. That was that was a good time. That was a really interesting one. There was so much in there. I just had no idea about. We were everywhere. Very into that one. Around the world. Mm -hmm. Around the world. Around the world. That was a good time. Around the world. And then we had um, our first sibling episode with my brother. Jacob, and we covered the Sue siblings, which was a sibling murder. That was a wild one, too. siblings, yes. Murderous siblings. That poor, yeah, he was manipulated. He all, was, yep. yeah. All heck. Yep. yep. And remember, there is a petition out there. If you guys are interested, you can sign it. We're not telling you one way or another. It's totally up to you. But there is a petition out there for him to get some leniency. And then Penn had his sibling episode, which was on melon heads with his brother and sister, Kevin and Kelly. So... Fun. I loved that episode. It was hysterical. And it was so much fun. Great episode. Yeah. But they didn't know what melon heads were. Uh, that threw me like many. I think that was the theme of many of my episodes, public and Patreon, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is expect the unexpected. Yeah. And then we did Team Spooky, Team Scary, Team Skeptical that month. That was our last month of it. And our Team Scary, we did Killers of the Flower Moon, which how we have seen the movie since. We never I, covered I, it on the pod. How does it compare? Oh, I very much preferred your retell your telling. Thank you so much. Maybe maybe that's more credit to the book than the movie, but Yeah, it's definitely more credit to the book, I would say. I think it was more concise too. Like the the movie had more fluff and it totally didn't need mm-hmm. all that fluff, I don't think. Like I liked that mm-hmm. that you gave the facts and the personalities that were projected in the movie. I pretty much got that from what you said, yeah. so I didn't really need like that character building, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will say I'm a sucker for twist endings, especially when they're earned. Mm-hmm. So 
Like the fact that it was what Hall? William Hale. Hale. William, William Hale. Hale. Yes. So I like how William Hale. You gave him like his backstory. He seemed like a really great dude, and then the twist was that it was all him. Mm. Whereas the movie, like I know it's hard because I know I went in knowing it was him, but it sure seemed like even if I went in blind, it would have been very very obvious yeah. that he was a complete tool. Yes. So that was something where I felt like the movie, I actually loved the movie. I really did. But I would have cut it back. There was so much in there I would have cut, made it shorter. There's so much you can do in a short time that some of that, some of the scenes were just unnecessary. It was three and a half hours, right? It was right? three and a half hours. It was a very long movie. I remember feeling like, okay, this, this is, <laughs> this is dragging on. And we hadn't even gotten to the FBI investigation yet. Yeah. And I was like, how much longer mm-hmm. do yeah. I have left in here? And I don't know if it felt longer to us because we covered it on the podcast before seeing it. So we like, you guys kind of knew the story. So it wasn't mm-hmm. like, maybe if we hadn't known anything about the story, we might've felt differently. But for me, I was like, oh, we're this far along and we still haven't even met this person yet. And it's like, this is going to be critical. So yeah, you guys didn't really care for the ending either, right? Where they were like reading off the off the oh i didn't like that yeah like oh they did the recap and like yeah the recap i was like okay that was a oh shit we're already three three hours and 20 minutes in let's wrap this bad boy up in 10 minutes exactly yeah it was really well done i just i think there was stuff that i would have changed there was a one scene with leonardo dicaprio where he's on the stand being interviewed gives a detail by detail retelling of of the scene of the crime and then they cut to the scene and to play show it out. the crime like it's not Do like this a at voiceover. the same time yeah usually it should be like leonardo dicaprio describing the scene as a voiceover while they're what we're watching the crime not like leonardo does the or just leave it as voiceover. is and then you have the testimony just like a real courtroom mm-hmm. where you just hear it well so then i disagreed with the testimony because it was the camera was entirely on Leo the entire testimony. And to me, when I read the book, which I think the author did this on purpose, I agree with what the author did. And if he didn't do it on purpose, this is how I interpreted it. And it was the right way to do it, in my opinion. It focused on Molly, Molly Burkhart. And she was the true victim of this. I mean, there was there was literally dozens and dozens of victims, but she suffered mm-hmm. and it should have been about her. So during the movie, the scene was on leo and i know leo's a great actor whatever the camera should not have been on him it should have been we should have been hearing him and the prosecutor asking questions but the camera if you're not going to move it to anyone else in the scene it should be only on molly just and i know she sat stoically throughout the trial i want to see those minuscule baby face change like those changes where like your face barely moves but you like see like a slight twitch in the eye or something like it's just there's so much to do with face acting that I think it could have been done. Mm-hmm. I know Leo's incredible and we all love him, but I just think that that took away from a part of the story of who the victim was. And it's like, you almost, it's almost like they try to feel compassion for his character. And I don't think that that's right because he doesn't deserve compassion. So that was my opinion. That's a very long winded way of saying I didn't like that part of it, but I think they did a good job sticking to the real story and trying to be true to it. Yeah. So that I have to give them credit for that. Because so many times people Hollywoodize things. And it's like, this is not a story that needed to be Hollywoodized at all. Yeah. So. I saw it. I don't know if I'd see it again. Yeah. I don't either. Like, I'm not someone who... 
I love rewatching movies that I love. Like I'll rewatch certain movies a thousand times. You guys know this, but I probably won't be rewatching that one just because I know how it ends and I read the book and the book was really good and that was good enough for me. So, and we covered it on the pod. And Ken, you do not like rewatching movies. Are there any exceptions to that? There are a few movies that I like rewatching. Law-abiding citizen, one of my top movies. Yeah, that's Dark right. Knight, it's a really good one. Mm-hmm. I don't think of any others. Like every uh, once in a while, the Star Wars. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Lord of the Rings. Some of the Marvel movies. All the yeah. Harry Potters once a year. Mm, not on <laughs> Christmas. Not on Christmas. I don't like watching them in a specified time because it's like I. Like, being felt like I have to watch them. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's true. That's the I will watch thing. them when I'm good and ready. See, I, I'm the opposite. I really like having a time to watch them because then it's like, I know I get to watch them once a year at least. And I just love knowing that I have that time set aside for it um, because I worry that then I wouldn't get to time to do so. So I, I like having that time set aside. Like Twilight and Tacos? Yep. Like Twilight and Tacos. We missed Fifty Shades of Grey this year. Oh, when do we usually do that? It was Last not missed. Weekend, it was rescheduled, ago. as previously discussed, to a later date. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two weeks ago, not usually going to watch it. Gray, uh, so that means you're going to watch it twice in one year, then next year. Th- thank you for asking. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> I'm thrilled. Good news. I I own it, so we don't have to rent it. Yeah. So people are losing some of their digital. Yeah, you said that buying until people are like i knew buying hard copies was the right way um shocker i think it happened i think it starts with playstation playstation started like if you bought something through playstation sometimes certain things like are copyrighted or i don't know that they're losing like if you bought the digital version of it so well that's rude yeah Yeah. because you're not buying it you're buying a license to it and that license is digital but do they tell you that it's only for a certain amount of time when you buy it and they don't have to it's in the fine print that we're buying a license. and Seems deceitful. Yeah. Well, the, the crazy part about it is they charge you the same, like, video games, mm-hmm. same price, digital or disc. Mm-hmm. Oh, well then, yeah, I'd go for like, the... Why would you ever... Yeah, right, it's more convenient. Other than, con- like, Right, it's more convenient. You don't have to go to the store to get it. Mm. You don't have... If you want to switch a game, you don't have to stand up. Yeah. Walk the five feet over and switch the discs out. You can okay, just... that actually, there's something there. <laughs> <laughs> it's instantly in your hands, too, so you don't have to wait to... I would disagree. You have to still download it. Well, yes, but you don't have to go to the store. Correct. Yeah, and buy it. And Some people's internet, it might be faster to go to the store, buy it, and <laughs> install it off the disc. You're probably right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Continuing on, our team scary for October was the Belfast Jail. Uh, Ooh, G-A-O-L. Yep. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Which Emily covered. And then Ken covered New Coke. Oh, that's right. I forgot that was a Team Skeptical. One of the best. I loved Coke. There was no... You love Coke? So I love cannibalism. She loves Coke. Yes. Who knows what I I like? loved this episode so much. It was so much fun because there was no stakes in the game. Yeah. Like, no, it was all soda. It had nothing to do with steaks. <laughs> no, the it was just like it was something where I didn't I didn't have to call anyone a bad guy. I didn't have to focus on it was very lighthearted, which came at the perfect, perfect time, given that that same week we had Shelly No Tech coming out. 
But I'm so sorry, I almost skipped it. We do have a thought on New Coke. We were corrected. Oh, yes. Uh, The Cold War ended in 1991. Yes. It was mentioned in the Coke episode. All the bo- all the boring parts were still going on. Yes. Hmm. So all the boring political parts. Cold War ended in 1991. So thank you for that correction. But yes, yeah, so that same week we had that lovely episode from you. It was delightful. Same week we have Shelley Notech coming out on the other side. Difficult case. I think that was my most difficult case that I've covered or listen to this year. It was definitely a tough one. Yeah. It was a tough one. I did actually reach out to one of our patrons because I knew that they would have some information and further information about some of the um, decisions that happened during the trial. So I wanted to specify there. Trial? And, and um, he was explaining to me that the Alford plea is like not super common when used in the context of charging, of a charge being bargained down. So like in Shelley's case, they like, I don't know if you guys remember, she took an Alfred Lee and then like got like second degree murder or whatever the fuck it was. I don't really give a shit because she's a terrible person, but that doesn't really make sense with an Alfred plea. You, an Alfred plea lets the defendant say that they are innocent and then leave it to the state to present evidence so the judge has a factual basis for finding the defendant guilty. That's how that works. In his opinion, they should not have allowed an Alfred plea and second degree. It should have been Alfred to the first or guilty to the second. So an Alfred plea is when a defendant maintains their innocence while pleading guilty. So basically they maintain their innocence while saying like the state may have enough to convict me even though I didn't do it. So they can take that plea. However, the judge jumping the recommendation to it, like, so like, remember how like the prosecutor cut her a deal knowing, oh, you knew 17 years in prison Mm -hmm. or whatever? Very uncommon. And the the judge being like, no, you're going to do 22. Mm. very uncommon but also awesome yeah so did ask our patron as well why the da didn't go for like all the other things that she could have gone in for the crimes for so like the like the fraud the abuse blah 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 blah. and our patron was telling us that the fraud and abuse would have probably required like more investigation so like tori the youngest daughter would have had to testify the abuse Mm. um and report it and then it could have been an entirely separate investigation as well if they went into the fraud so they just didn't do that i think that might be worth it i would have thought so too honestly just to keep her in jail but then the issue is so then you have to find a judge who's going to agree with you and you can't bring any of those other things into that courtroom so let's say he's like we want to convict her of fraud right you might have a judge who's a little bit more lenient who's going to be like okay well she can just serve those that three years concurrently with Mm. her 22 year prison. So it's not like 22 plus three. It's those three just get served with the 22. That's some bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I've just recently learned about concurrent charges and I was listening to a story about this girl who literally killed two people basically. And she's getting 15 years and she's serving them concurrently. She'll be out before. What? How is, how is that allowed? Because they couldn't prove that it was intended to be murder. It was a whole thing. Anyway, she had killed them in a car crash on, like, going 100 miles an hour into a wall. Mm -hmm. It was a whole thing. Anyway, off topic. But, so they could have done that. They could have done that. Or, and then they can't be like, well, she really needs to stay in jail for fraud because, you know, she murdered those people. Because they're going to be like, that's not relevant to this case. Mm -hmm. So, that's something, too. Yeah, so those are really interesting tidbits. We also, of course, covered Black Eyed Kids, Zach Bagan's Museum. Oh, so fun. And then we dropped 
Our, Whenever I think of Zach Bacon's museum, I just think about the VIP experience. Like, yeah, I got suckered into that one. Sorry. Um, you got a t-shirt. Sorry, you, you, you didn't pay uh, for the VIP experience, so you have to leave. Well, not you. <laughs> not you. No, 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 not you. No, no, no. Not, not you. you, henchman arbitrarily <laughs> t- turning dials. Literally. Literally this is getting was. uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Then we t- then uh, over the week of Thanksgiving here in America, we covered Christmas in July Patreon episodes that our patrons voted for. So we had Christmas in July that Emily did. We had Skeptisode one, and just so you guys know, there are three total Skeptisodes for this year. And we dropped <laughs> What's the Frequency, Kenneth, also known as WTF, Kenneth. And those were so fun. Those were different. Emily covered the Christmas in July. We talked about the Yule Lads. We talked about Krampus, which, little little teaser, our Patreons are getting a little something-something on Christmas. Oh, lucky so, them. Yep. Uh, and that was a lot of fun. And then Ken's episode, of course, was just me and Emily trying to compete to be the most skeptical and smartest in the room. And Emily did beat me this year. And no one has decided what our winning, what your winnings will be yet, so... And then we covered what's... How are we? are doing Patreon vote, right? Yeah. Patrons haven't voted. Do they have options or is it write-in voting? Write-in. Ooh. Ooh. I'll I'll, I'll make sure the poll's up. And then what's the frequency, Kenneth, which was the supposed song that Ken was named after. So we did cover that as well. That was a really fun little bit. Supposed? Well, if you have to listen to the episode to understand why I say that. So we talked about that, and then we also had Ken cover another wild story. Is this Hemeyer? Yes, okay. Hemeyer. So Marvin Hemeyer. Marvin. Amazing. So much fun. So different and unique. As shown on your ornament. Mm-hmm. Hemeyer. <laughs> never, never thought sewage lines could be that interesting. Me either. <laughs> we were proved wrong. <laughs> and then we... End of the year on our very first Freddy episode, Bigfoot. Finally. So much fun. <laughs> Been waiting for him since Appalachia. Glad he showed up. Did he? He was here. Or did some guy in a suit? Yeah. <laughs> no, it was him. <laughs> Check out our episodes. <laughs> yeah, especially that last bit. Well, maybe, maybe the second <laughs> one. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I liked that episode. I liked all three of the Bigfoot episodes. They were very fun. Yeah. So we've kind of recapped some of the episodes that we've covered, or all the episodes we covered. I have some questions. Oh, I I have a question too. Sure. Go for it. So we banter and waste Mm -hmm. a lot of time in Mm -hmm. our episodes. Favorite story. Oh, that's going to be one of my questions. Well, nope. I took it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, favorite Favorite, answer story? Yeah, favorite oh, banter story. Oh, banter story. Interesting. Oh, so it wasn't one of your questions. It was not. Oh, that's hard because I don't remember what's on Patreon. Yeah, that's a very one. good point. I have no idea which banter stories are which. Well, tough. If I tell a story and no one listens to, get on Patreon, I guess. There you go. Mm-hmm. We talked about Halloween costumes when we were kids. That's a fun one. Yeah. The jet ski story. The jet ski story. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> that might actually be my favorite, too. That was... Uh, that was a good bench, yeah. Traumatic, but Do you very know fun. if that was public? I don't. I don't know. Well. Join Patreon. <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> yes. Back in July, it would have come out sometimes, so. And then 
My first question, and by the way, I wrote these questions out, but I haven't really contemplated them. So we'll all have to sit and contemplate together, I think. What was our worst case that we covered? Define worst. Like, yes. Yeah. I agree. I was going to say Shelly No Tech. I was going to say just like the worst. Hardest to cover. Yeah, hardest to listen to. Probably. (laughs) Also, maybe um, human combustion because I was afraid to move for a week. (laughs) (laughs) No, but for real, I would say, I would say, you know. I cried during Shelly No Tech, so that was tough. That was was super heavy. Yeah. What what about you? Yeah, I said said Shelly No Tech, too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, each of us, talking about your episodes exclusively, what episode are you most proud of? Interesting. Hmm. And if you guys want the list, I can give it to you, too. I kind of have the advantage here. I I like Spontaneous Human Combustion. That was a good one. That's, that's, yeah, that's a great answer. Yeah. Probably Christmas in July. That was um, a fun one. You it are a Christmas fun. girly. I love Christmas. Um, it was a good time. I think for me it was probably Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah, you did a lot of work um, on that That one too. or Shelly Notech. Or yeah. Shelly Notech, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah, they're kind of even. So, um, What was your favorite episode of someone else's? Of each other's, I guess we should say. Like, I'll pick Ken's favorite and, and M's favorite. I'm going to butcher his name. The guy. Marvin T. Meyer. No, the preacher. Oh, Peter Popoff. Peter Popoff. Yes. Is that public or was that Patreon? Oh. It is actually getting dropped next week. So you oh, guys are okay. patrons voted for that? Peter Popoff. Sure. Okay. Peter yeah. Popoff for yeah. sure. So okay. you guys can look forward to that next week. You guys are going to have have a wild ride. So good. <laughs> it's so good. Ugh. And then I have to say yours. Do I have to say one of yours? <laughs> While you're thinking, yeah. favorite seven-part series. <laughs> Appalachia. <laughs> I actually really did like the Appalachia series. That was super which fun. Which one? You have to narrow it down. Which I part? have to only give three. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You talked about flesh pedestrians in that, right? If I'm remembering correctly. I talked about Wendigos. Wendigos. That episode was my favorite. Winnebago's. Winnebago's. What about you guys? All right. So for public, it'd be Dudley Town. Oh, okay. It's a classic. <laughs> Failed business. <laughs> oh, I did like that one. That was fun. That was a good one. And then Libby has a ton of really good ones. Mm-hmm. So Shelly No Tech. <laughs> yeah, it was good, but it was heavy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shark Arm was really good. Oh, so good. I liked, like, yeah, the Superman. Him supermaning the bullet and everything. It's very funny. Yeah, it's a good one. I liked Shark Arm as well. So my favorites for both of you, Ken, my favorite for you was New Coke, I think. I loved, I, I also loved Peter Popoff, so. But she already said that one, so I'm going to say New Coke. I really liked the um, lightheartedness of it, especially given the time that you dropped it. Um... And you covered some good Dudley Town's a classic, but you already said Dudley Town, so I'll try and pick a different one. I'm kind of torn. I I liked Dreams oh, and yeah. Mummies. Cool. I might do Mummies. I'll say Mummies. Cool. That was interesting to me. Cool. So. Okay. So what was your so what was your least favorite episode that we covered out of your own? Anyone else's? We'll just pick one. Least favorite episode. I you did an amazing job on this, but I'm gonna say Shelly Notech because <laughs> no, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was so heavy. Like it left me very sad, but it was a really good story to like t- 
tell, you know, for the victims, but he did a great job. Synchronicities was a bunch of bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, yeah. (laughs) Okay. What was my least favorite? Oh, easy fucking peasy. Ethan's wife is FIA. Fuck that episode. (laughs) That should have been my most proud one. (laughs) I love that episode. Mm. Yeah, that's my one. Um, (laughs) What episode was the hardest for you to cover? Or, like, what was the most difficult to put together? Or which one took you the longest? Something like that, you know? I would say the disappearance of Brandon Swanson. Oh, yeah, that one was tough. Because there was no resolution. Yeah. You know, like, at the end. Like, we just kind of left it. Which, Mm. that's how the story ends. Like, you know, even today. But that that was a tough one. Yeah. You know, for me, I felt maybe... One of the Appalachian Trail ones, maybe like the oh. tunnel one, because it just, I mean, they talk about haunted tunnels and like we talked about a lot of specific ha- tunnels, but it wasn't what I wanted it to be. Like I kind of wanted more like oh. catacombs like you talked about, but they didn't really have that. So I would say that was more difficult and it took a lot of time okay. to go through. Well, it was still interesting. Thanks. I remember that episode. <laughs> Honestly, the longest one probably would have been spontaneous human combustion. Mm-hmm. And you're most proud of it, which is awesome. Yes. So that works out. Very cool. Yes. And then only a couple more questions, I promise. What stuck with us? What do you think about when you think back on our podcast from this year? What episodes do you still like if you if someone's telling you about it, you'd be like, what what's one that comes to your mind when you're like, let's say you're telling someone about our podcast or what episodes stick with you? Shelly No Tech. I was Man, we've cut. We've talked. <laughs> I feel like that's been an answer pretty commonly, but it's a fair answer. When you said what stuck with you, the first thing I thought of was "Don't abuse your children." <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what came to mind. Thank um, goodness for this podcast. Otherwise, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say Shelly No Tech as well for myself, but I also thought Dudley Town as well. I like that's kind of one of our fun, spooky episodes. That's it's. It was just a really fun episode. I liked Dudley Town a lot. So not one Duncan. <laughs> Dudley Town runs on failed business. Failed business. Sorry, so both of you say Shelly No Tech? Yes. yes. Yeah, okay. Two more questions, I promise, then I'll let you go. If we could redo any episode, what would it be? I'd love to re record some of the earlier ones. Ah, oh, yes. Yeah, for audio purposes. Especially Ethan, but Ethan, you can't re record. No. That's Mm-mm. the beauty of it. Yeah. 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 Shark Arm could probably be re-recorded. Mm-hmm. Not because I, I thought like the reactions were great. I thought everyone did a good job. It just sounds horrific. So maybe we'll archive that one day, but not yet. Because we're still new enough. We don't have to. What about you, Em? I would say Dudley Town. I thought it was a little chaotic. I loved it. I'd like another... You can't, uh, you can't touch. You can't, you can't, <laughs> can't touch, touch perfection. <laughs> it was fun, but it, it was chaotic. It was good. Yeah. So many of mine, too. Like, I was like, I would love to redo them, but there's no new information. So it's like, I can't provide that. Yeah. What do we get to look forward to next year? Or what do you think you'd like to focus on next year? What are some teasers you guys want to provide for 2024? I'm not providing teasers. Or what would you like to focus on? Give us, like, a vibe. Oh, you'll find out. All right. Well, Ken's been a lot of fun. And what about you, Em? One moment, please. I would like to focus on the remaining 44 states (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. That's, that's on Patreon. I was just about to say, did you pull up your calculator? <laughs> I to make sure it was accurate. <laughs> that's on Patreon, so join our Patreon to hear oh. Emily's Haunted State series. Yeah. Is there any other, like, cases that you're really looking forward to covering, or are there anything that we can, you guys would like to tease? Probably more. I like it when we do, like, the infirmaries or asylums. Love. Okay. I feel like there's a lot of activity yeah, which one did there? you just cover? Oh, in Virginia. Mm-hmm. That was a great one. Yeah. We'll which talk was about the one on with the Patreon. tree? That was in Illinois, haunted <laughs> Illinois. Oh, that was a Patreon one. Okay. Yep, another another Patreon. Don <laughs> <So>, tree <laughs> wouldn't budge. Strikes the match, or it's the lightning. Lightning gone. <laughs> it wouldn't even burn down. <laughs> what happened to it? It got struck by lightning and burned down. <laughs> Join our Patreon. It's a lot of fun. We'll discuss that one on our recap episode for patrons, but. Yeah, I would say some teasers for you guys. We are going to have a two, potentially three. I'm going to try and keep it to two. Parter at the beginning of January for the Axeman of New Orleans. So that'll be really Ooh. fun. But I have all sorts of true crime cases, especially some bizarre ones. So As bizarre as sewage lines leading to a bulldozer <laughs> rampage? Nothing is that bizarre. But I do have some cannibal stories for you coming up. So, yeah, so that'll be fun. Um, some murders, some mysterious disappearances. So, um, And I've got Emily's birthday episode all picked out. So, Ooh. Uh, this really is false information. Emily's not aging this year. So. Emily is <laughs> turning... Taking the year off. Emily's Correct. turning, what is it now, 38, 39... 40. <laughs> turning 29. She's turning all. 29 plus one. Oh. It's a big year for her. So yeah, so that's kind of what 2024 is looking like for us. Guys, thank you so much for the awesome. You didn't mention Flavortown. <gasps> we are going to Flavortown next year, yeah. Flavortown. Okay. <laughs> what month is that again? June. June, that's right. That's right. Oh, I can't wait. So. <laughs> it's going to be September. I mean, it's like, oh, are we wait, did we go to <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Don't let me forget about it, okay? <laughs> All right. Well, thank you both for the awesome year that we've spent on thank this podcast. Thank you both. What a great year. I've had such a fun time. Like, I really genuinely am so proud of what we've created. I am so grateful for our listeners for supporting us and tuning in. I'm grateful <laughs> for you two as well. <laughs> thank you. Um, <laughs> Sounds so. a little forced. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you all so much. Thanks for tuning into this fun episode. So Yeah. We'll see you next year. Oh, and remember to be. (laughs) Oh, a little spooky. (laughs) A little scary. And a little skeptical. Bye. See What I'm focusing on next year. Let's see if we can wrap these things up. (laughs) Peace. Thanks for tuning in. Our sources are linked in this episode's description. You can find us on Instagram at Spooky Scary Skeptical Podcast. Email us at Spooky Scary Skeptical Podcast at gmail.com. TikTok at Spooky Scary Skeptical Pod. And you can follow us on Patreon at Spooky Scary Skeptical Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a five star review. It means so much to us. Love a spooky girl, a scary girl, and a skeptical guy.